Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Loose Lips with the Greek goddess herself, ah! Georgie Porter. <laughs> well, she's Sally a goddess Mera. in Greece. A goddess in Greece. That's goddess though. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it sounded good. And me, Sharon Carpenter. This is Extra Lippy, guys. It's all about you listeners today. Heading straight in there. This yeah. is from LP. Hi, Georgie and Sharon. I think I've been suffering from burnout recently. I'm mm. constantly exhausted and I've lost all motivation and concentration at work. I think I've struggled to adjust to normal life after the pandemic and I'm feeling a lot of pressure on my social life too. It's giving me the feeling of wanting to do something really impulsive like quit my job and move abroad. I know this wouldn't solve anything as much as I'd love to do it, but I feel a bit stuck in my current situation. What do you think I should do first before I start looking at flights on Google? Have you guys been in a similar situation? It's interesting that you say that it wouldn't solve anything to yeah. quit your job and move abroad because mm. I think it sounds like the best idea ever. I do. Just like starting again in a, a new country, there's just something so refreshing and just so stimulating and exciting about that. I think that sometimes we we often forget, right, there's a whole world out there yeah. to be explored. There's a we whole have forgotten. world out there. We have forgotten. And, you know, why not if you don't have – family obligations keeping you here if you don't have kids keeping you here then mm. why not up and leave and quit your job and do something impulsive because sometimes I think we need that right I'm wondering though if you feel that there's something else going on just internally that mm. you feel you would carry with you sort of wherever you go but yeah. I think it's it's very kind of it's been normal for a lot of people what is normal I don't know but it's become something that is widespread. I think after the pandemic, people feeling like they're in a rut, still trying to sort of feel out what they're comfortable with, what they're not comfortable with, getting back to everyday life. The pandemic, you know, we're still hearing about COVID here and there. And mm. just, we've seen a lot of people during the past couple of years quitting their job and doing things that are drastic. Remember the great resignation? We talked about this, Georgie, like a yeah. couple of months ago, how yeah. all these people on TikTok were, were quitting their jobs. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe you do need a complete change of pace and a completely new environment. And I'm not saying just do that right now. There might be some planning that you need to do. There likely is. But yeah. at least if you start planning towards something big and exciting and new and different, 
it's going to make you feel good just knowing that it's coming. I agree. I think you and me are both people that will just go and do that kind of thing, won't we? Yeah. I think as well, you got to have belief in yourself to know that that you can make anything happen or even know that things will be if you can take a sabbatical from your job, I think that might be a good idea. If you can take mm. a certain amount of time off and be like, look, I'm feeling like this. My mental health isn't the right way right now. Can I take four months off and then come back to my job? I think if that can happen, I think that's a great thing to do. Mm. And then you can go off and then try and then go, actually, this is what I want to do now. Thank you so much for my job. And then you've got to look after number one sometimes and just go, I need to do this for me. And You really do. Yeah. And I think like you said, you know, if your family are there and stuff. and But if like you've got to try, otherwise you'll never know. And if you don't try, you just won't know. And then if you do yeah. try and you don't like it and then you can come back and do something and then you think, yeah, that was what I tried to do. It didn't work. There's no shame in it not working like as long as you tried I always think absolutely yeah Yeah. I mean they always say that there should be no regrets in life other than not just going for it not not taking those risks because life is about taking risks and sometimes the best possible life that you can have is the on the other side of comfort right yeah you get very comfortable I mean even me with so I I moved out to New York, obviously, which was a really difficult, it wasn't a difficult decision. It was yeah. difficult to do once it came down to it. Once that date yeah. turned up, right? The, the, it's like, oh, this is the day I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm at the airport. You know, my boyfriend at the time was there. My family are there. I'd never left them like this before. I'm just getting on this plane by myself for the first time, going to the city I've never been to, never even visited before. Didn't know one oh, person there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just felt like New York was calling me. But I and I, and what did I do when I got there? I cried my eyes out, right? <laughs> I cried my eyes out. I was like, I want to come home. But then a few days later, I'm like, this is fantastic. I absolutely yeah. love it. So it's never going to be easy, but it is going to be worth it. Taking yeah. those risks in life. And Georgie, as you said, there is no shame in your game. If you go try it out and it's not for you. And hey, you might want to go up try out the next country as well. There's Why so not? Many. Yeah. There are so many until you find that right thing. It's just like a job. You don't have to be stuck there your entire yeah. life. You can move to a different, a different company or a different position or start afresh a in a brand new field. Yeah. And also, generally, when you go to another country, nobody knows you. So you can become your new reinvented happy self and you can be like a new sort of person because you can literally start again with new friends, new people. You can be like just chilled more. I I told you about the time me and my friends were holiday hotel reps in Greece. (laughs) Wait, did you? I don't remember that story. When we came straight out of college, my best friend. Not what you're doing now in Greece, obviously. (laughs) So, guys, I'll just be down and play volleyball in two minutes. (laughs) So, we straight out of college, Chan got a job 
doing hotel entertaining and she was like how many of you two of you three of us okay she, she was just like can my friends come and do it too and they were like yeah so we were like okay let's hold it but so we just come out of ballet school so we were very like we are very strict and we're very trained like we're trained super well and whatever yeah. and we were sort of saw ourselves as quite high end and yeah. then we were looking just, down on the yeah but then obviously like we was was just hotel entertainers as in not just I mean it's a big huge responsibility because in yeah. the daytimes as well we looked after the guests and did yoga and pilates and stuff and we moved to Greece for three months but yeah. we came out as little like three mates we worked so hard in fact so, I think too hard I think we had like quite a lot of pressure on ourselves to be amazing and I thought what are we doing just relax let's just have fun we're mm. in a beautiful country we have got like a hotel we dance every night and then let's leave <laughs> so it took a lot of energy from us and a lot of like yeah. seriousness at the time and we went through so many emotions together that I feel like it was just something that we'd learned and just grew through that I thought I don't ever want to take that time away because it was just what an experience and how brilliant it was and now I can speak Greek words <laughs> yeah I I think just the the other point you were making is just not taking yourself too seriously right and mm. oftentimes we put a lot of pressure on ourselves and we just have to take that deep breath and say you know what I'm gonna just go out there and enjoy it okay yeah work might be a little tough today but I'm gonna take everything in my stride I'm gonna take it you know with a very sort of relaxed but go get a kind of attitude yeah. And I'm going to do my best to make it as good as it can be. But if things aren't 100% perfect, that's okay as well. I'll sort yeah. it out and things are going to fall into place the way that they should. And if you go out there and you just, you might have to spend a few minutes before you leave every day or before you start your day, just making yourself feel good, you know, having that conversation yeah. with yourself, smiling, because I'm going to go out here and I'm going to have a great, great day because mindset is everything. And I think we have to give ourselves those pep talks sometimes. I've got to do it to myself. You I know, I get very talk. caught up with things. Yeah, yeah like a self-pep talk. There's nothing like it. So we have a taboo topic, okay? And so this mm. is our taboo of the week. Spending frivolously on designer goods when you barely have a bank account to match. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, people do that. They feel the pressure, right? They feel the pressure to post on Instagram. They're wearing the Crystalline designer look, the Chanel purse. Oh, and these Birkin bags have gotten out of control. Out of control. Birkin, I, this, this is so huge. I mean, so, oh, I know what this, do you know what this needs? Which I've discovered recently, mm. renting dresses and renting handbag and renting shoes. Because, yeah. right, don't get me wrong. When I was, I think when I first started out in Hollyoaks, I was young, I was getting like all this money. It's not the same money anymore because, you know, I'm an adult now with responsibilities and things. Yeah. So now it's like, I need, uh, I need a side expenses hustle. expenses now. Yeah, I need a side hustle and I need to, you know, do more things. So when I was young and I literally, there was red carpet after red carpet and there was events and things and you couldn't be seen in the same thing twice. And yeah. it had to be Roberto Cavalli and things like that. And Obviously in Liverpool, it's such a high end place to be. And there was just hmm. constant, I would say pressure because I liked it. Cause I was like, I want this and I want this. Yeah. I was, I was kind of a, I want to. So 
I would spend. You enjoyed it, but you still felt like you knew you needed to do it. Yeah, but as well, because I wasn't spending money on like a house. Like I think I was just renting and, you know, and like a little car that didn't really cost me much and stuff. So I knew that I could keep up with it, but the amount of clothes I bought and the expense of them, and then I wouldn't wear them again. I I was just one time and I thought, and I still have the dresses (laughs) now. I could still have these shoes and dresses. And I think one day I'll just rewear it. No, you totally should. And it's also something that you can, especially if you hit the red carpet in it, it's yeah. also something that you could potentially auction off at a certain point. Yeah. Whether you do it for yourself, whether you do some stuff like that for charity, whatever it is, I think you've got options. But after a certain amount of years, I think it's okay. And ugh, as terrible as that sounds, uh, really sooner than that. But it's just, mm. yes, we're the entertainment industry is tough because everyone's, constantly looking at what you're wearing and scrutinizing (laughs) what you're wearing and now with Instagram I think a lot of people feel that same way um but you do see individuals out there who are kind of pushing this oh pre-owned clothes Uh, secondhand isn't a nice way to phrase it right but pre-owned clothes did I read something about Love Island is doing something with the contestants where all their clothes are going to be sort of pre-owned apparently it's a partnership with eBay which sells stuff that is pre-owned rather than doing it with, you know, That's brilliant. or any of these other companies where it's an item being worn for the first time. So love it because of course, we've spoken about this a bit before, the fashion industry is really taking a massive, massive, massive toll on global warming, on climate yeah. change. And we've got to reel that in. So we've got to be you know, as responsible as we can there. So I think it's becoming a thing that is okay to wear your outfits more than once, more than Mm. twice, more than three times, which is a a great thing. But yeah, I've been in that place. I've done it more so with shoes than clothes, right? Where I've spent a lot of money on shoes that I've either worn once or sometimes not at all. Yeah, because once I actually get them, them home, uh, yeah, you like you spend all this money because they're beautiful and they're great when you're sitting yeah. down and you're like, oh yeah, you know, this is a fancy <laughs> pay. I want these. But then when you actually stand up and you're walking around in them, you're like, no, let me switch to the comfy ones that I wore last night. Like they well, still look I nice, always wear. a bit more comfortable. Exactly, exactly. That I, everyone well, sees me in constantly that I love, that I just want to be in all the time. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, in fact, a stylist said to me at one point, because I had these Manolos that are, they've lasted for so long and I've put them through so much. <laughs> and I had them rehealed one time. Aside from that, they've lasted. My stylist said to me, Sharon, no. You are not doing those shoes again. (gasps) You cannot keep posting and being seen in the (sighs) same shoes. And these are shoes that they're clear with silver and black and they sort of go with everything. Everything. Oh, see, yeah, that's what I think. I always end up wearing the same shoes in the same bag and I will wear it to (laughs) death. And I love that because I think, well, I don't want to keep moving all my stuff from one handbag to another handbag. I just want to keep the same one because it's got everything in there. And, and then think, you lose your ID. You can't yeah. remember which bag it's in. Oh, where's my lip balm? Don't know. Could be in any, any bag <laughs> anywhere. But I agree. And it's, I think so. Like now, I found this website. A few of them, yeah. even Selfridges do it, and like my wardrobe HQ. They rent dresses and they're pre-owned and you rent them and then you send them back. So then you're not, your whole wardrobe is just full of things that you just have worn. And I just think this might be the new way. I think it is the new way. I think it's a great solution. And that's why you have, do you have Rent the Runway over there? Hmm. There's something called Rent the Runway. I think so. 
Yeah, I think I've heard of that. Yeah, because I've obviously Googled a few rent places. So I think I came across a lot of names. They're just the ones off the top of my head. But yeah, this one was great. I was I was using it for a while. And when I was working for one particular company, because I had a stylist who I was using and then moved on to this situation. And yeah, you could order like four different outfits, four dresses at a time. And then you send them back and you can get more as long as you send those ones back. Like they'll yeah. send you, or if you send one back, you can then pick another one. Yeah. And yeah, you can stay, you know, dressed, fresh to death <laughs> the whole month if you want to. But I think it's a great way to do things and it's, it's a very planet friendly way to do things and to, a great way to save your bank account as well. Because sometimes yeah. I'm like, I don't really buy clothes like that anymore. I will still buy a staple piece that I really, really love, like yeah. just a classic blazer that I know yes. I can rock that with like a little bra top and some shorts, but I can also yeah. rock that with like a pencil skirt and a nice button up shirt. Yeah, uh, There are different things you can do with it. So those classic pieces I'll still spend on, but you know, you also have to, you should never spend more than you're making, right? <laughs> you should not spend more than you are making. So guys, yeah, I know your friends might have the designer stuff, but guess what? You can get some stuff that can look designer. They'll never know. Yeah, um, And there's some of the cheap stuff out there as well that, can look really good. You know, you just have to be a little pickier about it. Yeah. You know, no one will ever know. So I'm not someone who's become a slave to, to logos and brands and that kind of thing. I'm like, if I like it, I like it, which is why the whole Birkin mm. bag thing, I get it, but I'm not going to go out and spend $25,000 to $250,000 on any bag. And especially not one that <sighs> looks like that. No. And you know what? If I did, <laughs> I'd live in it. I'd have yeah. to sleep in that bag because that's what I would do. I would literally wear it to the end of my life. I mean, come on, like, let's be real here. The bag is not that good looking. You hate this <laughs> bag. You hate out. this bag. I don't, I don't hate <laughs> the bag, but I just, it's just become this status symbol. And because of music, etc., and celebrities, it's become this status symbol. And not that they were trying to be that. I think they were very kind of understated. And it's like, if you know, you know. But yeah. it's become something that's known about in popular culture through music and through this celebrity, you know, Kanye buying Birkin bags for Julia Fox and all her, <gasps> you know, all yeah. her friends. And that Julia kind of Fox thing. makes me lol. I love her. <laughs> Whenever she does anything, I am like, what's she doing now? What is she doing? Like, I need to know where she is and what she's wearing. Also, did you, okay. She has very interesting outfits. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll finish on this with her underwear, outfit to the grocery store. Oh, yeah. And a handbag made out of jeans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed. I'm but obsessed. you know what? She is doing a fantastic job <laughs> of keeping that. And I know she was an actress anyway, ahead of time. But <laughs> she's doing a fantastic job of keeping eyes on her and keeping that attention, yeah. despite the fact that Kanye is now with somebody else. Yeah. But Julia Fox is getting more attention yeah. because she's doing all this wild stuff wardrobe wise. I want to know what she's doing all the time. Like I just, I'm, I'm keen to know. I love it. I think it's great. <laughs> She is hilarious. Like, I love it. I just love it. <laughs> she is. And these, those how-to videos as well are uh, hilarious. <laughs> I like her. I like her. I think she's, I think she's done well with kind of turning this into something that works for her. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, a brand new podcast bringing together people's real ghost, extraterrestrial and paranormal stories, as well as getting some inside details from those who study the supernatural. I'll be listening through your paranormal stories every week and try to understand them, as well as chatting about my own encounters with an occasional paranormal investigator too. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts from, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Acast. Just search for Paranormal Activity with Yvette Fielding. All right, so you have another listener letter. Listener letter. This is from CT. Hi, Georgie and Sharon. I think my boss has been talking about me on social media and I don't know what to do about it. I was snooping on Twitter the other night and though we don't follow each other, her profile is public. So I was able to see everything. She'd written a couple of vague things like people are so useless. Can't believe I have to spend eight hours of my day doing this. And they really will let anyone work in the design industry these days. I know they're not pointed statements, but I can't help feeling demoralized by the kind of thing she's writing. Is this enough for me to speak to someone in my company about? Thanks so much, both. Oh, see, that's a, an example of bad leadership because no boss should yeah. be venting on social media about yeah. how sucky their workday is and how useless their workers are. Yeah, I mean, that is cruel. just so bad it's cruel it's just super unprofessional and it's like well if if you're seeing this ct i mean how many other employees are are seeing this and thinking it's them as well so i think you can absolutely go to human resources and speak to somebody about it yeah i think you're right even if it's not them i think even just saying that anyway yeah I, i i think you you should have that conversation i here's the thing as well i think that A lot of us in this day and age kind of expect our bosses to be these really great people, right? Like, oh, my boss is supposed to be like this. My boss is supposed to treat me like that. 
And I think realistically, there are lots of bad bosses in this world. And I've, I've experienced many of them. (laughs) I remember this one situation when there was a woman who I worked for. She was like the top boss at this network. And I was doing this story. I pitched the story to her and begrudgingly, she was like, okay, you can cover it, but you have to interview my friend for it. And she put me in touch with this guy who's an expert in that field. So I called him and he was really rude to me. He was so mean and nasty as I was calling him to set up the interview. I'm like, whoa, you know, he's got to stick up his butt. Anyway, so then I finally do the interview and he was so nice. And afterwards he said to me, oh, you're awesome. Like, you're so smart. Like, this was fantastic. He said, sorry, I was rude to you when you first called me. But Nina, her name was Nina. He was like, Nina called me and said, oh, I have a girl who works for me who's going to be reaching out to you. She doesn't know what the hell she's doing. So why would you speak about one of your employees like that? First of all, I did know what I was doing. Um, yeah. But secondly, why would you speak to one of your, about one of your employees like that? Yeah. Especially as she put me in touch with him for me to go do this interview with him. So she was a prime example, just like this one, of a bad boss. This is not leadership. Leadership, if you have an issue with somebody, if you really think there is something wrong, uh, then you sit down with them. You see how you can make it better. You see how you can encourage them. You know, are they really capable of doing this job properly? But sometimes people have chips on their shoulders about you specifically or about people in general. And then it can manifest in in different ways. This is one example. I think I've had a lot of bad bosses when I was doing like other jobs, silly jobs and stuff. When I was a lifeguard and I had to clean the whole male toilets on my own and he was a a male and he could have done it, but because he was the duty officer or whatever, he was like, no, you do it. And I thought, I'm going to really scrub this clean. Which yeah. I just should have not done it. But anyway. Was it really disgusting um, in there? It was disgusting. And the hose pipe that you attached to the hose pipe was like water that just, I was just drenched. Oh <laughs> just trying my to. Gosh. But at one point I laughed at myself because I was like, why do I care so much? This is just stupid. The, but I cared so much to prove a point. And I just thought, well, I'm an idiot now. I like that though, because you were like, okay, this is the most, this is probably the worst job I could possibly do, but I'm still going to do it well. The worst. Better than the rest. Like men's toilets generally, but the men's toilets in the swimming baths and the men's, I mean, I'm not, you know, disrespecting men, but men, come on. There's certain, <laughs> there's certain things I've never seen at that age, at the age of 16. And I was cleaning the male changing oh, room. Just, oh my gosh. I know. So I, I literally did just really tried hard and I just thought I'm going to clean this until, and then I just thought, what am I doing? So I don't know <laughs> what I got, I gained out of that ever. <laughs> I never gained anything and I've literally still haunts me to this day. But I know I what think- you gained. I do know. I know what you gained. You gained as taking pride in, you had it anyway, taking pride in everything you do. Right. And I think yeah. there is really something to be said for that. Like you might, you might not realize it, but there's something to be said. And I think that speaks volumes about you. Yeah. That no matter what it is that you do, you're going to go all out to do the best job. Yeah. Like if your name is on it, if you're involved in it, yeah. you're going to go all out to make sure that job is done right. Yeah. And I think, yeah, that's probably it. And I think when your boss is that much of a cow or that much of a dick, you'd want to <laughs> pull her aside, wouldn't you? And be like, 
what is it that I'm doing or I've done? And I think, I think you probably do have, if you have like a witness or whatever, I think you should sort of pull her aside and be like, is this about me? What am I doing wrong? What can I do better? Are you actually, are you just having a moment of a moody day? And I think sometimes flagging it up to them can like sort of embarrass them, but you know, it'd be a bit like, oh shit, sorry. Like this is not professional. And you think, no, it's not, but what I'm doing right now. It's so unprofessional. It's so unprofessional. Yeah that's, yeah, that's definitely a way that you could go about it as well. And I, I say in general to everyone, never let a bad boss get in the way of what you need to do. Okay. Yeah. As much as you possibly can, obviously, you know, there are going to be occasions where they do get in the way, but as much as you possibly can, don't let it deter you. Don't let it stop you from being great at what you do and use the situation that you're in to work for you, you know, do the best job you can at the company. Somebody else there is going to realize what a fantastic job you're doing, even if it's not your boss, maybe they feel threatened by you. You never know. And then also you're gaining this great experience that you can take somewhere else. So I say, whatever situation you're in, even when it's one that isn't perfect or isn't good, isn't great, get what you can from it to help you on your way, impressing others in the process. Don't let it turn you into something different than what you are. Yeah, totally agree there. Yes, that's it. You keep yourself in your dignity. Exactly, exactly. Everything you put your name on, do it to the best of your ability. Like Georgie scrubbing those toilets. (laughs) (laughs) They shined. They had a twinkle. I promise you. Picture Georgie. Just picture Georgie (laughs) scrubbing down those. I mean, I don't even want to know what was in that toilet bowl. Uh, no, no, you don't. You don't. You don't want to. You just don't want to know what men leave in a change room after the gym. I don't know what goes on there. All right, so that's it, isn't it? Thank you for listening to Extra Lippy with me and Georgie. We're going to be back with a full episode on Tuesday of next week, of course. So we'll see you there. But subscribe or follow, rate, and review. And we're also on Instagram at the Loose Lips Podcast, and also our own Instagrams, Missy Porter and at Sharon Carpenter. We want to hear from you. Loose Lips at CreateProductions.com. We're also on WhatsApp. Send your messages and voice notes to oh seven five nine 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 two seven five three seven. Start with the word lips. We will see you then. See See you then. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.